We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. It is Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. I'm Mark Cox, uh, in here with Carl Middleman this weekend. Where's Bo? Uh, Bo is out. He'll be back next week. He will be back with us uh, next weekend. He does have a special message for us right now. Oh, he does? Hit it, please. This segment of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors proudly brought to you by Razorback Armory in De Pere, where they offer the AR Shooters Pack for $850 plus tax. Go to RazorbackArmory.com and tell them Bo sent you. Thanks. Nice. Thanks, Bo. Yeah, we appreciate that, Bo. Yeah, good good to, good to hear from our friend. will be back, though, uh, next week, and uh, we're glad to have you along with us today here on uh, the Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors, where we talk about uh, both things, right? Uh, we will talk about the big... Um, of course, Dobbs' decision and and the continued effort around the country, New York and some of these other places, to try to infringe on the Second Amendment, despite what the Supreme Court has made uh, pretty clear, I think. And one of my favorite guests, either on my radio show or on this one, is Mark Walters. He's uh, He hosts Armed American Radio. He's been a spokesman for the Second Amendment Foundation for many years. He does a, a, a daily uh, radio show himself and always love getting him on here. So we're going to we're going to get him on to to kick that decision around. Lot lots of moving parts and you know there there are going to be challenges to this around the country. You've still got an effort to ban weapons, red flag laws. I mean right down the list there are just so many things involved in this. Um, and and we'll we'll talk we'll kick that around with Mark uh, coming up here in, in during the show today. Also, if you enjoy the outdoors and the shooting sports, and you've. Uh, how about you, Carl? You ever been trap shooting? I have, not, as a video game, yes, but not as actual using a firearm. A firearm. Okay. Well, I I have been uh, shooting traps since I was a, a, a kid with my dad. My dad was a competitive trap shooter. I mean, he was really good. He shot from like the twenty five yard line. Uh, was competitive. My. My son was competitive. He shot at Sparta in the the world trap shooting uh, uh, competition over there. That's cool. With Team Hinges and a lot of his teammates, Brad kind of he kind of peeled off to basketball at some point as a sport. You got to make a choice. True, but a lot of his friends who were on that team went on to shoot with the uh, national championship teams at Lindenwood. So I've been involved in in trap shooting. 
uh, for a long time. And there's a there's an event coming up in August. You're going to be able to take part in a sporting clay benefit for the leukemia uh, society to raise money for them. It's it's been an ongoing effort. A couple of great folks locally have put this together in memory of their son who they lost uh, to uh, leukemia. And I'm going to tell you how you can get involved in that. So stand by and get, get a pen because th- there's a phone number you'll have to call if you want to get signed up for this. And uh, as opposed to like a website I can give you, and we'll give you that number uh, when we get them on the phone here in just a little while. So be sure and stay tuned for that. I don't know, Carl, the, the big stories in the news this week, obviously the follow-up to that shooting in Highland Park and and some of the some of the details we're finding out now. What we're learning about the suspect this, uh, and what he did. Cremo kid, right? The, yeah. Who who clearly had a long history. If you've seen some of the pictures of this kid on social media, I don't know how anybody could have been around him and not thought there was something going on. Whether they thought he was enough of a threat to reach out. And, and we'll talk a little bit more about that with Mark Walters. Because what's the point of a red flag law? You know my opinion on it. I'm an opinion guy. My opinion is that you don't need a red flag law to report somebody to the police that you perceive to be a danger. Right? You you do need you you do need a red flag law to give you a cloak of protection so that you can do that without being accused of filing a false police report. In this case in Highland Park they had red flag laws. They had weapons bans in place. Um, and, and, and this kid, they'd even visited him before for making threats against people, yet he was still able to buy five guns and commit this atrocity. Um, we also found out this week that his mother was convicted of leaving him in a car for almost a hot car for almost a half hour back when he was two years old. Who knows what kind of impact that had on him? Uh, clearly he survived it. Yeah, and, and his dad got him his Ford card. Well, and there were domestic violence uh, allegations between the, the parents as he was growing up. So I don't know what kind of a childhood he had. But t- to me, there were some there were some red flags, excuse the, the misuse of the term there, as the All kid three was of them. coming up. All three of them, yeah, potentially. Mom, dad, and son. And dad's been out there. You probably heard him on the radio. I mean, he's been doing uh, television interviews with uh, the big networks this week and everything, I guess, trying to clear his name, claiming he didn't see anything wrong uh, with his son, despite, despite the allegations, despite the knives, everything. all that stuff. The other big story that's that's gone down this week regarding guns is an assassination in the world in Japan. Former Prime Minister Abe. Yeah. yeah that, I mean, that was a... First of all, it was a big shock because guns are basically banned in Japan. You, you could argue that may be a good thing, given the fact that they tried to dominate the world back in the 1940s. I assume that plays a role in it. But the point here is that the the suspect in this case, he didn't have to buy a gun. He built one, right? And 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 what's the point there? Handguns are banned in Japan. You have to pass a mental health background check and uh, some other pretty serious screening even to get a shotgun in Japan. So he built his own gun and he made bombs that they found in his apartment. A former member of the Defense Forces over there who clearly had that skill set. And and my point here is that this is all the evidence you need that a madman 
will find a way to accomplish their evil deeds regardless of what ridiculous laws you you pass because lo and behold the headline story out of japan is the former prime minister has been assassinated with a handgun which is illegal in in japan what else is also illegal in japan just like in the united states murder so he 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 committed one crime in order to commit a second much worse crime he built a handgun it looked like it had electrical tape wrapped around the barrels and somehow fired at least two rounds out of it because shinzo was hit twice uh and killed with this so so part of the story is you know they're shocked in japan that somebody had a gun well he, he built it because he wanted to inflict damage. The point is, banning things doesn't necessarily stop crazy people from committing murders. They, it doesn't. It's not the inanimate object that does it. It's the crazy person that does it. People are going to look at that and say, yeah, but if you look at the number of murders in Japan uh, compared to the U.S., populations don't match either. Um, and there's a reason we're free in this country. So I I just think that's something worth looking at when you when you read that particular story this week. Agree? Yeah. It's it doesn't make any sense. Didn't make any sense to me. Um, fortunately, they caught the guy, uh, and he'll. Uh, I don't know if they even have the death penalty in Japan, but he's clearly you see him on video commit the crime. Um, and 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 now uh, we'll see what the penalty is for him uh, for that one but just a sad event particularly given the fact that it he was a the longest serving prime minister in history over there and he had to leave for health reasons or else he would have still been the longest serving yeah, prime minister right he was given a speech for another politician when when this happened very, very sad sad case so we're happy you're with us here on the radio show today like i said bo matthews will be back next week uh, we're going to uh, get with my friend mark walters coming up here in just a couple minutes i want to talk to him more about uh, the decision um on the uh the new york gun law and that was that was a key case and in light of what's happened in in Highland Park and some of these other shootings around the country, we're going to talk about that and the impact or lack of impact these this new gun law they passed is really going to have. And then we'll tell you more about that shooting clay, sporting clay event that's coming up on August 13th. So we've got plenty of time to plan for this. We'll talk to the mom and dad who put this together in honor of their son. We'll be back with more of Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors in just a minute. It's not unusual to find that I'm in love with you. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, 
the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. That smile makes me happy. Very nice, Carl Middleman. Second Amendment Radio in the great outdoors, and so glad you're along with us today. Uh, You know, right now I want to focus a little bit on that situation that happened up in Highland Park in in Illinois, north of Chicago, and the tragedy that unfolded there on the 4th of July parade. Uh, they've, They've caught the scumbag who did it. He's admitted to doing it. Somehow, though, all the focus is on the gun, and I thought, who better to get on here than my friend Mark Walters, host of Armed American Radio, and of course, he's also a spokesman for the Second Amendment Foundation. Mark, welcome back to the show. Oh, Mark, thanks for having me. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's odd. Uh, I think that I found out just a day or two ago that Highland Park has banned AR-15s, which would lead one to question how one managed to get into the city and be used by a criminal to commit a criminal act? Yeah, that's a great question. And it's actually a little bit deeper than that. So let's touch them all. They also require FOID cards. They also have red flag laws. And quote unquote, assault weapons are banned in Highland Park, as you just mentioned. So I'm going to assume that the city's force field that stops criminals from carrying illegal things in town must have been broken. I I watched this. I listened to the debates. I listened to our former senator here, Claire McCaskill, lecture me on MSNBC this week about the fact that I don't need a high-capacity magazine to protect my home. I don't need it to hunt. Therefore, I don't need it at all. Uh, because only snipers need high-capacity <laughs> magazines, she tells me. Actually, oh, snipers only need bolt actions, depending on how good the sniper is. Yeah, right. But I'm going to digress there. That's just from a conversation I had with one of America's most prolific snipers. But what does he know, right? Well, sure. Look, this is uh, this is more. We're watching the left go absolutely insane right now. You're seeing Hockle in New York go absolutely haywire. You know, trying to to because of the slapdown in the brewing case, of course. Now the assault weapons ban, and I, I hate to use that term, Mark, but we'll use it because that's what people hear in the news, unfortunately. And while we correct the fact that there is no such thing as an assault weapon, let's just use the phrase that people understand that might not know about all these things as, to the degree that we do. So we'll refer to it as that. But the fourth, the, uh, the case in the Fourth Circuit in Maryland, all of these cases, including California's assault weapons ban and high-capacity magazine ban, have been remanded back to the lower courts by the Supreme Court to re-rule, if you will, and re-hear those cases 
with the guidance of Bruin. So these are all going to get smacked down as unconstitutional because of the strength of Thomas's opinion in the Bruin case. That's why they've been remanded back down to the lower courts. And this is just proof positive, again, that there is no law that will stop evil, period. And listen, if they can make if if the anti-gunners out there can tell me the one law that is not on the books, I'll support them. But they can't because one does not exist. These are the things that we know. This is pie in the sky. Feel good. We've got to do something. Chris Murphy said it yesterday. I covered it on my radio show, Mark. He said that while we're, we're trying to do everything, we can't. So we've got to try to do something until we can get everything. <laughs> that tells me right now that he's not going away. That is not the statement from a man who got what he wanted in his gun control bill and is going quietly into the night. These people no. will never quit. Well, you, you get a glimpse behind the curtain when they say things like that. And you know what they're really after. You know what Claire McCaskill's after. Um, you, you know what Chris Murphy is after. Because... Here, here we have an example of a bill that was passed that, yes, yeah, supposedly sends money out to strengthen red flag laws. Well, in this case, they have red flag laws. They had a ban on the type of weapon that was used. Uh, the, as far as I know, murder is already illegal. Uh, the, the the criminal in this case didn't care about any of that. And 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 he's 21 years old, so the ban on on guns from 18 to 21 would have done no good. Just it's just one more example after another. I even heard. Andrew McCabe, former FBI deputy director, admit this week on MSNBC, this shows the the flaw in red flag laws. Because if you don't see something and say something, and most often that falls on family members, it does no good. This is what we refer to as just plain old Monday morning quarterbacking. Yeah. Look, the facts and the truth are clear. We can look back in the rearview mirror and see everything we need in hindsight. But as human beings, we have not yet developed the sense that allows us to predict the future. Background checks look back. They do not look forward. If someone has evil intention, we don't know about it until they act on that evil intention. Sometimes we get lucky. And this guy telegraphed what he wanted to do. And But, you know, the media calls him out you know, a rapper, he's no rapper. He's just some stupid <laughs> tattooed face tattooed moron that would be out of place in a tattoo parlor that put a stupid video up on YouTube. And the media refers to him as an aspiring rapper. He's just an idiot. Yeah. Hey, look, it, yet it, again, we see the same signs that we saw from every one of these other killers, but we don't see them until after the fact. It's a good point. Uh, he, he very much looked like the kid in high school who was probably bullied, maybe shoved in a locker a time or two, uh, j- just eyeballing him, and I'm not saying that that drives everybody to do something like this, but he was a social outcast. He had yeah. some followers on Spotify for his music, but but at the end of the day, uh, the same questions arise. Why did his parents agree to stand up for him to get an FOID card, right? So in, in Illinois, I don't know how they're doing it in other places in the country, you have to go through a double background check to to get a concealed weapon or to buy a gun. You go through the state background check to get the FOID card before you can go to the gun store to go through the ATF background check or the FBI background check. I mean, it's it's crazy, and they still couldn't prevent this. No, and that's because no law will prevent it. By the way, the FOID cards are likely going to go the way of the dodo bird and the dinosaur as well here in the near future because something tells me that Paul Revere – and George Washington <laughs> didn't have to apply for a FOID card to manufacture their own firearms or to purchase one at a gun shop known at, at the time during the day. So, look, again, we, we need to focus on what we know is happening here, okay? There are similarities. 
Now, I'm not going to pin everything on social media, but I am going to tell you that none of this happened when I was a child. None of this happened when you were a child. And when we were kids, we didn't have the proliferation of social media, instant information to provide hate and to and to support our hateful uh, our hateful actions. I mean, all you've got to do is look at Twitter. It's filled with hate and rage. And this is people's real attitudes coming out. Social media is a scourge on society. And it allows. Look, I have a ki- I have kids. And I, it angers me when I see my son spending all day on his phone flipping yes. through this thing. He'll be 18 in September. These are not issues that we had to face when we were kids. But the, the fact remains that there are similarities. We see this by looking back after every – this is where we need to focus our attention, Mark, is what is driving these people? What is enabling their hate? And I can point to 24-hour instant information via a biased news, and I can point to social media that is allowing this type of activity to proliferate in circles that you and I, it's hard for us to understand because we didn't grow up with that. Sure. When we no. got into it with kids, we got into a, a fist fight, and the two of you pretty much wound up friends because you were forced after school for suspension <laughs> to have to pick up garbage <laughs> together. And th- I'm giving you a real-life example of my own life. Okay? Well, it's true. And you wound but, up becoming friends. And, and, and in my in my high school, it came to, it came to a fist fight, at right. which point we had worked out our issues— and I became, I later became friends with a guy, and we studied together in college. I mean, you're, you're, yeah. you used to work those things out, and now, had we gotten into that fist fight at school, we would have both been suspended, both the person who was attacked and the other one who participated, and you, no, and none of that ever gets worked out. Yeah, and you would have gotten suspended today if you called somebody by the wrong pronoun. I mean, well, shoot, this yeah, is just this is true. This yeah. is crazy. It's crazy mm-hmm. times we're living in. But obviously, all of this is tied together. Now, psychologically, trying to figure that out—that's above my pay grade. <laughs> I go right down to the bottom line, and that is, we've got to focus on what what are the similarities and what can we do to stop them. I think it's a great point. Mark Walters, our guest today, host of Armed American Radio, and also a spokesman for the Second Amendment Foundation. Always great to get him on here. Here's here's what I pointed out this week, and I don't know if this gets me in trouble with my libertarian friends out there or the people that don't want any restrictions whatsoever. And I'm very cautious on these red flag laws because you have to make sure people's rights are are addressed and that if, if they're suspended, it's done so by a court of law. But when I look at these situations and I hear that this this Cremo kid once threatened to kill his entire family, even though he only had assault knives at the time, and the police came and took those assault knives away, and then he was supposedly referred to mental health counseling or something like that. I I, I know he had not committed a crime at that point, but we have got to figure out a way that that if the words murder everyone or shoot up my classroom ever come out of your lips that should be that should come up in a background check yeah and you know this goes what you're talking about here it, this is a great conversation because it needs to be had and it's not being had by the left wing media and the left wing politicians who are simply pushing their political agenda so we're going to blow right past those morons because that's what they are they're just seeking power and, and dancing on the graves of dead people to 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 gain more political power what we have to look at, first off, I ask my listeners, how do you put due process into a red flag process that is unconstitutional on its face? How do you add due process to something that is not due processable and is unconstitutional on the surface? Right. It's impossible to do, number one. 
And number two, these are not criminal accusations. So trying to say that this person has a right to an attorney in a process where an accusation is being made by someone they may not even know, this all turns the judicial system upside down. And we've just witnessed it on multiple occasions. New York has red flag laws, failed in Buffalo. Illinois has red flag laws, failed. The day after Gavin Newsom signed two more gun control bills just two days ago, another mass shooting in Sacramento, Mark. Okay, criminals don't follow the law. So let's right. blow past the morons that think a new law is going to do something. And you, I use that word something because that's what they say. We've got to do something that does nothing. And let's start focusing on what it is and trying to find out what is making these people so angry. Look, this goes back to parenting. It goes back to households. Okay. Look, we've got to be honest here. Guess what, guys? It is not okay to have orange hair and tattoos on your face. That's not acceptable. Unless you're a tattoo artist. Okay, yeah. look, this, it, it, what kind of job are you going to get? Let's get real. Let's go back to basics here. Let's start parenting. Okay, my daughter's 19 years old. She's got a couple tattoos. They're not visible unless you ask to see them. And they're not on her face. No. No, I, I, I like that. I, I, I see the point. So we what I keep hearing from the, the left here, Mark, as part of the conversation that we need to have, and I, I agree on this completely, is that, well, there are limitations because you can't scream fire in a crowded theater. Uh, no, you, you can't scream fire in a crowded theater because you cause panic. And if you do something like that, we need to we need to find a way to make sure that that gets noted somewhere. Because normal people don't ever threaten to kill their entire family or threaten to shoot up their entire school. So these should have been red flags planted very uh, boldly. When these actions took place, and instead we have a system designed to cover those up because maybe it happened when they were a juvenile, and we don't want this to to, uh, to follow them their entire lives. There have to be exceptions to that. Yeah, we don't want to hurt. Listen, liberalism says everything's okay, guys. Everything's all right. It's normal. No, orange hair, men dressing up as women is not normal behavior, and somehow it's become normal behavior. Look, we've got to be able to have these conversations yeah. in reality without being canceled and blacklisted. Okay. When you tie all of this together, you can look back in hindsight. And again, hindsight is very powerful. It's high definition when we look back in the rearview mirror. Okay. Things are closer when we look back in the rearview mirror because we can see them clearly. Yes. And there are signs after the fact. Now, you know, at some point you got to take issue too. How many times have you heard you say, I mean, maybe you even said, God, if my wife does that again, I'll kill her. God, yeah, but you yeah. don't mean that you're going to kill her. It's a figure of speech. So where do you draw the line? Now, here you've got a kid in a school that hears a kid say, my dad took my car away from me. I'm going to kill him. He does it again. Well, is he threatening to kill his dad or is it just a euphemism? Is it just a figure of speech that he's using? And the next thing you know, you've got a teacher who overhears the conversation. And at four o'clock in the morning on Wednesday, the cops are pounding on this guy's door, taking his personal stuff because of an accusation, because of a red flag law. This is a very dangerous situation. But we do know what abnormal behavior is. We're just not allowed to say it anymore. People are afraid to say it. Could, could so not. We've got to get away from that and start being. Oh, it's got to be okay to say these things from you know from from this point forward. I I would agree with that as well, Mark Walters. Uh, that's a, that is a fantastic point. I want to turn your attention for a moment though to the other end of this. We've got people sitting in jail in Washington 
uh, for the January 6th uh, uh, situation in at the Capitol, while people who attacked federal buildings in Portland and Seattle in the summer of 2020 never even got prosecuted. One reason that happened is that uh, George Soros-backed prosecutors got put in office and and they use prosecutorial discretion to in, to to change the judicial system. That's what they're doing. One of is a guy named Alvin Bragg up in New York. I know you saw this story. Yeah, guy runs working at a convenience store, gets in an argument with a woman who who tried to use her her EBT card uh, to buy some chips, and there was no money left on it. She she got in an argument with him, ran home, told her boyfriend, who ran back to the store, went behind the counter and started attacking the guy. He grabs a knife that he uses to open boxes with, and he stabbed him. And he's now facing attempted murder charges uh, for defending himself. Right. It's it, it's out well, of it's out of control. Well, what you're seeing and what you've just described, going all the way back to January sixth, is. When you say prosecutorial discretion, this is where the agenda-driven policies come into play. This is agenda-driven agenda-driven politics. We need look no further than Chicago as an example. We've got the woman up there that needs sleep, Mary or, or Lightfoot or Lighthead or whatever her name is up there, the mayor in Chicago, where we see a Uvalde, Parkland, and Highland Park killing spree numbers every single week yes. in that city that goes unnoticed by the mainstream press. And that's a story in another, we could do an hour on that together alone. But what we have here is I have drawn the conclusion that these people simply do not care. Their political agenda, this liberal world order, clearly means more to them than anything else. There is no other rational explanation for why this continues to happen, because we know we can stop these things. But yet it never gets done. (laughs) They place blame. You know, you've got the mayor or uh, up in Highland Park, Illinois, blaming Indiana and Missouri for allowing guns to come across the border when the laws in her own city fail. It's always placed blame elsewhere with these liberal Democrats that hate your right to keep and bear arms, tying it specifically to the right to bear arms. I could go off in a lot of different directions and rights and freedoms they hate, but we're focusing on this in particular. And they're blaming other cities and, uh, and, and, and other laws in other cities that somehow, because their laws are failures. Well, we so have these that, people, are, they're not held accountable. We have that same to. problem in the city of St. Louis as well, uh, with people yes, not being held do. accountable. It's, it's, it's embarrassing. Uh, Mark Walters, listen, my friend, always great to get your common sense on this radio station. Thank you. Thank you, Mark Cox. Appreciate it. Keep up the fight, brother. Yes, I sure will. We appreciate that. Host of Armed American Radio. Uh, he also is a spokesman of the Second Amendment Foundation Foundation at AAR Mark, if you want to follow him on Twitter. All right. A quick break here. We're going to talk to a local family that is honoring their son, who they lost tragically a couple of years ago, with an event that you can take part in all to raise money for the Leukemia Society. It's coming up next on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors.
Second Amendment Radio, the great outdoors. Uh, Mark Cox and Carl Middleman in here with you today. Pew, pew. Bo Matthews with a weekend off, but he will be back next week. Hey, if you've listened any length of time to my radio show or Second Amendment Radio, you know I am a big fan of uh, sporting clays, of of skeet and trap, although I'm probably, of all of those, better at trap than, than uh, the skeet or the sporting clays. That is a unique challenge. Uh, my son was really good at it. He was on a trap shooting team for a while, and uh, he used to argue that the, that the skill set in our family skipped a generation <laughs> because my dad was good at it, and my son's really good at it. And I try, but I enjoy it. I I enjoy doing that. So when I see an opportunity uh, to go sporting clay shooting and benefit a great cause, I wanted to tell you about it. We have that opportunity today right here on the program. There's an event coming up Saturday, August 13th. So you've still got plenty of time to plan for this. Uh, We've got Mick and Carol Markway uh, on the phone with us this morning. They're setting this up as a benefit uh, in memory of their son, Glenn Markway. And Mick and Carol, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Great to get you guys on here. Um, You know, first of all, I want you to tell me a little bit about Glenn before we get into the details of of the uh, benefits you've got coming up to support the Leukemia Society, correct? Yes. So our son, Glenn, um, was diagnosed with acute myeloid leukemia in April of 2013. He was uh, currently a junior at Lindenwood University um, studying nonprofit, and he was a member of their rugby team. And he went into treatment immediately, and we got him in remission, and he relapsed in April of 2014. And in July of 2014, he had a stem cell transplant um, from a donor that was on the bone marrow donor registry. And um, in July of 2015, he relapsed and um, he went back into treatment and he passed away on August 1st of that year, 2015. Wow. I'm so sorry for your loss. Um, clearly, what the, what the two of you decided to do at that point was was do something in in to remember him on a yearly basis exactly. and, and, and to try to give back a little bit, right? Exactly. And he was always about helping others. And um, so that's what we try to do is, is uh, raise money to help others um, that face blood cancers, um, help the patients and their families. Well, you know, uh, in terms of the sporting clays, was it was this a sport uh, that Glenn enjoyed? Did, did he go out and, and did you guys go shooting together? Yeah, yes. He he uh, shot with my brother a lot. Yeah, my brother was a big deer hunter, and so he taught Glenn early on um, gun safety, and and you know took him to the classes, and and they would go deer hunting together. Wow. Well, Mick, you know, I I, I know that uh, organizing these things it helps keeps uh, Glenn's uh, memory alive for you guys. Um, t- tell me, I know this isn't the only fundraiser you guys do, correct? Correct. Yeah, we have a. Uh, a couple of different fundraisers, but uh, Jolene and uh, Steve Simpson put this shoe sporting clay shoot together. Um, that was, you know, I was not sure about it. I've never done it before. I mean, I shot guns, but I never had done a, a sporting clay. And I, it was just a lot of fun. I mean, it's 12 stations. You shoot a hundred rounds, which is about all I, my body can take. But, um, uh, it's just, it's just for anybody that doesn't even shoot would enjoy this. It's just fun. What? And then we also have a, another group of, from our church that has done a trivia night, which we do every year too. 
And um, besides that, and what Carol does as far as other sidelines that try to raise funding and everything else, we we try to make as much. In fact, uh, to this date, my wife has raised over $250,000 for the Leukemia Society. Wow. Well, Carol, c- congratulations on that. I mean, that's a valiant effort in in what I, I'm assuming the pandemic interrupted some of that. So that's probably what over the last uh, five year period or so. So we started raising funds in 2013 um, okay. when Glenn was first diagnosed, and we do the the light the night through the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, and it's just a really fun night that you go and um, it's at Forest Park. And we carry lanterns and we go on a, a mile walk or a half mile walk. And there's just hundreds and there's thousands of people that do this. It's very impactful. And that's what started this all. Um, and so we just kind of continued that on because he loved that night so much. Oh, well, I mean, I think it's great that you do this. And, and uh, Mick, to your point, I, I've been shooting a lot and I shot for a lot of years and I love shooting trap. But sporting clays are a whole different beast. I mean, you got you've got uh, these clays bouncing along the ground like a rabbit, and some of them uh, coming out over a lake like a duck. I mean, I've I've been down to the St. Louis Skeeton Trap Club uh, before to their to their um, course, and for anybody that's never done this, you're right. It's it's fun, but it is humbling. No matter how good yes. you think you are with a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm horrible at a shot with a shotgun, but I still enjoy it. It's it's just a challenge, you know. It's it's like golf a little bit because you're playing different stations, but uh, are different holes like. And um, but uh, it's it's very humbling. You're absolutely correct. No, it it is when when you shoot trap or or skeet for that matter. You know pretty much. The bird's going to go one way or the other uh, from a fixed location. Uh, with with sporting clays, it, it's they're they're coming from all different directions. You get to see them before you shoot. That doesn't mean you're going to get to hit them though. So I, I think it's absolutely it, it is absolutely. a lot of fun. But, yeah, that's what makes it fun too, because each thing is different. Each station is different. So, so, it's, so it's just a, it's just completely different than anything I've ever done before. Yeah, we're t- we're talking to Mick and Carol Markway. They put together this sporting clay benefit in memory of their son Glenn, who died of acute myeloid leukemia. You have a chance to take part. This is going to be the sixth annual, and it's coming up Saturday, August thirteenth. And t- tell people what all is involved here. I, I, you can you can go down and shoot. You can put a team together. You can shoot for what one hundred and twenty five bucks a person, I think, or put together yeah. a team and go yeah, shoot. Yeah, and they're they're teams of four, and it was it's five hundred dollars for a team of four. If you don't have a team, we can um, um, put you on a team, and that would be for the one hundred twenty five dollars. And um, the cost includes um, a barbecue lunch that is put on by Twin Oak. Um, restaurant and um, very kind of Adam Schwartz to do that for us. It also includes a golf cart so that you do not have to walk because sometimes it gets pretty hot down there. Um, It includes a giveaway. And this year our giveaway are canned coolies with our logo on them and includes beverages and plaques for the top three teams. Yep, and and what you, what they're asking people, of course, is to provide their own firearm, which most people do anyway. Uh, and then you can get ammo down there at the club. I, I'm always impressed at Skeet and Trap because even when ammo was hard to find, it seemed like you'd go to Skeet and Trap and find it. Absolutely, that's good. 
And they also need to have um, ear and eye protection. That's a club rule. You know, I I've, I've been I mentioned my son shot on a team for a while, and and safety first. I mean, the the people that that are involved in that sport are all about safety. So even if you've never shot before, it's nothing you have to be worried about. There'll be somebody down there to to kind of walk you through the whole thing. Uh, this is at St. Louis Skeet and Trap, by the way, which is down there in Pacific. Uh, it's eighteen eight fifty four Franklin Road, but I think of it as being across from the uh, the prison down there in, in Pacific. It's it really it's close Correct. to close to Six Flags. It's easy to get to right off I forty four. And uh, here's the deal. Uh, and and correct me if I'm wrong here, but uh, in terms of telling people how to find out more about this, I think we're going to do this with a phone number instead of a website. Is that correct? Correct. So uh, is is this the, the number for Jolene? Is that the number you want me to give out? Yes, please. Okay, so 314-302-1848. 314-302-1848. And that's the number you call. They can, they can uh, uh, send you a registration form, email one to you, so you can put down the names of the people that are going to be on your team if there's going to be more than than one of you shooting. And uh, I, it, it's just a, a fantastic effort coming up on August the 13th. And, and um, I wish you guys all the success in the world with it. Thank you so much, and thank you for having us. We really appreciate this. You, you know, Mick, Carol, anything we can do, you let us know, and uh, hopefully I can get out there with you and shoot that day. I'm hoping to. Well, we'd love to have you. <laughs> Absolutely. And then you'll see how bad I am at it. So that, that that's <laughs> Well, I'm not going to worry. I, I, that, I think you'll shoot better than me, so you'll be fine. Listen, uh, best of luck to both of you, and, uh, and, and thank you so much for putting this together in honor of your son, Glenn. Thank, Thank you. You bet. We will uh, we will talk again soon. Mick and Carol Markway there. Uh, the Sporting Clays benefit in honor of Glenn Markway coming up Saturday, August thirteenth at the St. Louis uh, Skeet and Trap down there in Pacific. I'll give What's you the that number. number one more time. Thank you, Carl. Three one four three zero two eighteen forty eight. Three one four three zero two eighteen forty eight. Come down there and see if you can beat me. Uh, which probably won't be very difficult at uh, at sporting clubs. And if you didn't get that number, if you're driving in your car, you can go to the Odyssey app and rewind this, or go to the website and you can get it on demand. Yeah, and we have the podcast up too, right? That's true. Yep, you can always uh, wherever you download your podcast, look for Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. All right, uh, enjoy your weekend. Bo Matthews will be back with us uh, next week on the program, and until then, have a great week. See you, boys. See you, boys. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.